You are listening to the Catholic Exchange Podcast. Hello and welcome. This is Michael Litchens once again with you on this very fine day in our next week of Lent. Yes, it's still Lent and it feels like it will never end, but here we are. Today I want to go ahead and talk about and read from an article I wrote just this last week called A Johnny Cash Lent. As you can tell, I'm a huge fan of The Man in Black. And February 26 would have been Johnny Cash's 83rd birthday. And years passed when I was thin enough to fit into it. And you could thank food binges and booze for why I can't fit into it anymore. I would wear my black suit on that day and find a bar to toast the man. This was especially effective at Waterloo in Louisville, Colorado when I was living out there. And Waterloo is a big memorial to the man in black. If you're in the area, you have to stop by, get some bourbon, and toast the good man. To say the least, the man has had a rather large impact on my life. Of course, I heard his music in childhood due to my dad's love of all things music. That passion for his music grew and became something of my own during my high school punk and rock phase. That's when I had uh, blue hair, pink hair, was doing all kinds of weird Liberty Spikes, did a mohawk. I wasn't too punkish, but I was pretty outlandish in some of my appearance. And really, at the time, I was looking for music that exhibited the raw emotions and the spare lyrics you'd find in things like the Sex Pistols or Dillinger Escape Plan. Can't quote those bands without this no longer being family-friendly, but you can have a listen. Of course, as someone who grew up evangelical but always struggled with doubt, Cash was many times a reminder of that beauty, ever ancient and ever new, that Augustine talked about, and that I was always seeking but not finding. And thanks to a Cash marathon that I had on his birthday as well as a Twitter conversation with the wonderful Don Eden, I've decided to call this Lent a Johnny Cash Lent. Stick with me. This is going to make sense in a minute. Since our last Easter in 2014, which marked my 10th anniversary as a confirmed Catholic, a whole lot has happened. I grew my job here as an editor, as well as now a podcaster, and many of the other hats I wear at Catholic Exchange. Published two really well-received articles on depression and my struggles with it, I also lost a really good friend and mentor, Stratford Caldecott, who many of you have probably read. And despite that a lot was going well in my life, I had to face some real challenges within my own soul and confront some uncomfortable demons. Ten years ago, I entered the church with confidence and exuberance. But by my anniversary, I found many of my prayers were like a rant to God. While I was also trying to praise Him, I was doing a lot of times ranting and raving. In years prior, I drowned these thoughts in the voices of booze, sensuality, distraction, anything I could do to not really face them. This year I found writing, prayer, and contemplation was a far healthier, but more difficult activity to take up. And if I've learned anything in my 30s, it's that the slow death of self-medication is far, far easier than trying to wrestle with your own demons in the hopes that life really is worth living. While my own life compared to Johnny was, and many others, it has been incredibly easy in that comparison. I did not grow up like Johnny Cash. He had a really rough life almost from the get-go. But in his lyrics, he meant a lot to me. I found an Old Testament man strumming a steel string guitar, singing in a famous bass baritone, God's gonna cut you down. And then he'd also sing, Lead me, Father, with the staff of life. Give me the strength for a song. It was all from the same man who knew well both the disappointment of his own life as well as what Graham Greene called the appalling strangeness of the mercy of God. Cash grew up listening and singing the songs from his mother's hymnal. That's pretty well known. In fact, one of the reasons why he left Sun Records was because Sam Phillips, that legendary producer, was reluctant to let him record gospel. 
and thus he went on to Columbia, where his fifth album was all gospel songs, either that he had written or that came from his mother's prayer book. He was publicly a Christian who wrote moving words about Jesus and his own struggles to grow closer to Christ. But when he was asked about his faith, Cash would say, The gospel of Christ must always be an open door with a welcome sign for all. However, he was not shy about the complications of faith in life. In one interview he said, I confess right up front I'm the biggest sinner of them all, but my faith in God has always been a solid rock that I've stood on. No matter where I was or where I was going, I was a bad boy at times, but God was always there for me, and I knew that. I guess maybe I took advantage of that. In Johnny Cash, one could find faith, but it was a complicated faith. Even in his infamous amphetamine habit, he saw he was trying to escape something. He said, I used them to escape, and they worked pretty well when I was younger. And he also admitted in that same interview, but they devastated me physically, emotionally, and spiritually. That third one, spiritually, is the one that hurts so much, separation from God. Even in his benders, he knew that he couldn't escape, and only in Christ was he to find that solid rock he'd been searching for. Though he was not even looking for God, he saw that God was still looking for him, saying, there was no line of communication, but that came back. He came back, and I came back. As I said, Cash's faith was complicated. But isn't it always? Are we all a lot like the young Gustin praying daily, make me chase, Lord, but not yet? As Christians, especially as confirmed Catholics with the sacraments, we know that grace is always there and available to us, and that God hears our cries. But how often have we taken advantage of that time that we think we have, much like Johnny Cash did? If I could go back 11 years and talk to my younger self, I'd give a lot of advice. Mostly, see a therapist, don't stop taking your medication, and for crying out loud, go for a walk once in a while, get off the TV, do anything. However, I think I'd more likely tell my young, idiot self the wisdom from the man in black. It takes a real man to live for God. A lot more man than to live for the devil. Lent is a time where we join Christ in the desert, ultimately preparing ourselves to remember his death and resurrection. We also take this time to remember our own sins and where we have fallen short. It can be hard, dangerous, exhausting. Like Christ, we'll be tempted and many of us will fall like we have oh so many times before. That is the real challenge of Lent, to come face to face with yourself and be able to turn that face to light and then to Christ. To live for God is going to take real courage, and grace is sufficient enough to give us the strength to stand where life exhausts every ounce of energy we had. This Lent, let's be more like Johnny Cash. Let's admit our faults and our shortcomings, but do it with the confidence that they are not what defines us. Rather, let those challenges give us a tender heart to stand up for the weak and displaced and be a symbol of God's mercy. Let this Lent be the time where you're not shy about your faith, but also willing to meet everyone where they are, and to offer the love and friendship this world so terribly needs. As Good Friday approaches, you may don a black suit yourself, and I hope you can sing along with Johnny, Were You There When They Crucified My Lord? And of course, I can't talk about Johnny Cash without talking about his music video, Hurt, which is an amazing performance. Hurt was actually written for Nine Inch Nails by Trent Reznor, the lead singer and soul member, really. But the old artist was able to take that, and take hurt from the emo mopey lyrics and turn it into something striking. And in that music video, you see a performance of a man who does what every writer, I imagine, wants to do. He writes his own ending, makes it sound like the book of Ecclesiastes. He's not vain. He's aware that there is only one thing at the end of life that matters, and that is Christ. 
And in that regard, we also have to remember that our end will come. We're all going to die. <laughs> you probably didn't turn into this podcast to hear a man say that, but that is something we're going to hear, and you need to hear it. And I hope, like my old mentor, Stratford Caldecott, often said, we have to join in Christ, and we must not hesitate to do it immediately. And that includes in his death, which is ultimately what this Lent is reminding us of. So this time, I want you to think of Johnny Cash, write prayers, songs, really think about it, what it means to join Christ in his sufferings, and ultimately, let him change you to be more like him. God love you. Once more, this is Michael Lichens. I hope you all have a wonderful week and that this Lent is a very good and holy one for you. Email me anytime, editor at catholicexchange.com. I want to hear from you. Let me know what else we need to do for you this Lent and make it the best Lent possible. Once more, God love you. Have a great week.